Buongiorno, buon pomeriggio, buonasera, from wherever you are in the world. You're listening to Serie Weekly. I'm your host Sam, and with me this week is T-shirt Tommy. How are you, T? Good, mate. How are you, mate? Pretty well. This episode, we'll have a bit of uh, a bit of chat around the transfer activity to date, um, some predictions on the season, and the uh, maybe a brief run through the Supercoppa, and uh, predictions for round one. Um, so let's jump into it. So uh, T, who's your who's the team you support in Serie A? Well, obviously there's only one team in Italy. Uh, it's been like that for a while. It so is Juventus, and uh, yeah, been with them for a long time. Yeah, well, um, I'm I'm an Inter supporter, so hopefully we got fire and ice, and hopefully we can be civil and put things, look at things objectively. What do you reckon, mate? Is that possible? Well, <laughs> obviously there's going to be two different point of views. Well, as far as I'm concerned, the season started brilliantly by you losing your first trophy. So, and I guess who's the team you hate the most? Would it have to be Inter. I dislike Inter. I dislike Napoli. I dislike Milan. I dislike Roma. So everybody, pretty much. <laughs> so there's no, but there's no one team that gets under your nails. Oh, I'm happy when they lose all of them. So, oh, one-eyed supporter. That's what we like. I That's what we like. Yeah, I don't care for any of them. Do you have a t- do you have a sp- soft spot for anybody like a little side team, a little team on the side that you that you're interested in? Oh, Benevento, not at all. I don't like <laughs> anyone. That's, I don't care. That's good. <laughs> oh, well, at least we can agree on something. You support one team, and everybody else can get stuffed because that's all it's about supporting your team. All right. So episodes we try to keep to about forty five minutes. Um, we'll keep it short, sharp, and shiny, and mainly just talk about a bit of news, bit of transfer activity. And some predictions. So first up, transfer activity. Oh, well, I don't know how deep we're going to it, considering how how quick things change in football. But uh, as of uh, Monday, the fourteenth of August, this is pretty accurate. So first up, AC Milan. Now AC Milan have probably been or have been the busiest on on the market, and have quite a quite a, some significant ins. Pretty much a, a whole new team. Um, let's quickly run through it. Leonardo Bonucci, Andre Silva, Andrea Conti. How do you say this one? Hakan. Glue. That's the one. Uh, Matteo Musacchio, Ric- Ric- uh, Ricardo Rodriguez, Lucas Biglia, Frank Kessie, and Fabio Barini. And um, they've shipped out Matteo De Siglio, uh, Kuka, is that how you say it? Yeah. Yeah. Gianluca Lapadula, <laughs> um, Honda, Honda, and uh, Pioli. So they've had a net. Pioli, sp- sorry. They've had a net spend of uh, 146. Point five two million pounds. Who do you reckon has been their best signing? Well, Borini's a water boy. Um, <laughs> Why did they do that? Just depth. No idea. Why would you make that? That's a that's a. Uh, you could just give that spot to whoever they got currently. I don't know why Borini would even. They wouldn't even make that team anyway. Okay, you yeah. get rele- relegated with Sunderland, and your next gig's Milan. Go figure. Well, if I was him, I'd be jumping at it. Yeah, for sure. No, nah, that uh, Kalanoglu is good. Bonucci is obviously a great signing. Ricardo Rodriguez. Yeah, I mean, they're all good players. Lucas Bilia, uh, when he knows he's playing for Milan and not Lazio, is well, he's good. Did you hear what happened to him? He's injured. He's going to miss the, I think, first month. What happened? But I don't know, but training injury. <laughs> so that's, like, that's a great start. <laughs> so that's, uh, that's what happens when you sign 30-year-olds, that's for sure. Look, well, I reckon they've made some pretty clever buys, in particular in defence, um, and they've already they've already pretty got some. Well, they have good good wide players, so they've definitely added there. But I, I don't know. I still think the midfield's a bit sus. 
But um, I, I mean, and for 146 million, that's quite a million pounds. That is, that's uh, quite a lot of outlay. So you would hope at least a top four. Yeah, finish. but is it though? I mean, what do you mean? Well, Neymar goes for 220, and they just bought 11. Speaking to Mokva. Neymar just went for 220 million, and they just bought 11 11 blokes for half that. So is it a lot of money in 2017? Uh, from for a club, it is. Yeah. Well, I know what you're saying. It's all relative, but. Uh, I mean, well, it's Serie A or not, it's still world football, and if you if you want to be the best, yeah, fair point, fair point. Um, so they've done some good business. Um, I would say, yeah, Benucci for me is their best signing. He's their he's their captain now as well for the that's been confirmed. That's a bit cheesy. I don't know about that. Well, I think it was Montalivo, um, before that. So I'll definitely give it to Benucci over Montalivo, regardless of how long he's been at the club. But that just shows what type of. I mean, they're obviously in a big. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. They're in a big. Um, well, they wouldn't be signing eleven players if they weren't, mate. Yeah, they're in a big phase, a rebuilding phase. Yeah, mm. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. I mean, all right, so we'll jump off. Say, I think with that squad they've built and rumours are that they're circling another Just striker. Just keep the armband to Donnarumma. Just keep him forever. Really? And that's it. Oh, well, with the money they've outlaid and I think if they're going to add another striker and get rid of uh, Baka there, you're probably definitely looking at top four just on skill alone. You don't, it doesn't matter who's coaching them, I think. Is Baka going to Sevilla or? Uh, they got up the price for him. So I think Milan want, oh, I can't remember, I'm just guessing now, but they want more than what Sevilla's offered. But, yeah, but they're bigger FC Sevilla. They always want players on the cheap and they're never willing to fork out. They're, as long as they keep winning Europa League every yeah. year, that's fine. Yeah, well, they're in the Champions League, I think. Anyway, all right, next up we've got the my beloved Inter. Um, I should, sorry, preference this, that we're going to be covering probably the main teams at this stage, um, Milan, Inter, Juve, Napoli and Roma. Um, when we get time, we'll possibly do maybe some smaller teams like Fiorentina, Lazio and whatnot. But, um, yeah, just given <laughs> given we're doing this for love, yeah, we'll just worry about the big teams. And I think that's what most people are worried about anyway. So, anyway, Inter's up. Uh, quiet market compared to the Crosstown rivals in Milan. See, everyone thought Inter was going to come in and be the big dogs and get make the big <laughs> signings like, uh, like who? Di Maria or Ronaldo was a rumour here is it, is and there. Is the transfer season, is it finished yet? It's transfer not, period? It's two weeks to go, but oh. we'll show me there? something. All right, I will show you something. So in uh, Matthias Vecino, is that how you say it? Vecino? He's a Uruguayan um, from Fiorentina. That's a big name. <laughs> Milan Skrinja from uh, Sampdoria. Borja Valero, um, Daniel Padelli, and uh, Enrique Dalbert from Nice. Out. Uh, Gianluca Capari, he went back to, or oh, he went to Sampdoria, I think as part of the Scunia deal. Evra Benega went back to Sevilla. Juan, G- Juan Jesus uh, went back to, oh, he, the end of the, the obligation to buy him at the end of his loan for to Roma. And Marco Andrelli didn't renew or didn't get another contract, so he went for free. Net spend today is negative or minus uh, 29.75 million pounds. So, so there's no, you're right, there's no sexy signings. But if you look at our preseason, the biggest profile player is Valero from Fiorentina. All right, but if you let me finish my comment before you, before you pipe in, if you look at <laughs> if you look at our signings today, there's no names. I give you that big deal, but. In the one big deal. The, the signing that you forget is Spalletti. He's the, he is the general that's brought the, all these players together. So we've lost one and we've drawn one preseason game, and I think we've won seven. So there's definitely a bit of structure and a bit of shape that we're coming together. Um, Milan Skriniar is turning to be a quality purchase, a very good centre back. 
Yeah, I think he's a Polish under twenty one captain. But what are you basing that on? His performances and in, in preseason. In preseason. And the Euro under twenties, whatever Euro. And I think we've done some good business in terms of selling players. So Benega we got for free and we sold him back to Sevilla for nine million. So that's cheese. Beautiful. And one Jesus is is rat centre back that we uh, managed to ship off to Roma. So that's that's bonus. So I think with the money we spent, we got I don't know four or five squad players. One probably first starter in Valero. So we're probably still looking for another centre back, probably another uh, right back, and probably if Candreva goes to Chelsea, another right right wing. But I'm happy with what we got because we got quality as it is. We just needed a we needed a strong coach that's not going to take anything from anyone and, and bind the team. I think Inter's best signing would probably have to be Valero for me. What are you laughing for? It's true. He's a good player. You don't rate him. You wouldn't have him at no, Juve? I don't think so. Well, your centre midfield is a bit of an issue. So well, let's let's jump to Juventus, perhaps. So you Juvent- let me just say it's good to see. What's that? That um, Inter is definitely not the biggest team in its city again. What do you mean? The, all the hype's about Milan. Everything's about Milan. Serie A this year is all about Milan. Everyone's excited yeah. to watch Milan. No one cares about Inter. You're just basing this on... on, on you're still an average team. You're basing this on signings that you don't, you don't know anything it, about. I'm basing it on the last few years and, and now you've done nothing for the average punter to get excited about. He's brutal, this guy. No, but it's honesty. Like, Milan's up and about new owners, pumping, signings, after everyone, after after everyone. It's good. It's good for Serie A. All right. It would be good if Inter played their part as well. Well, we have. We've signed good players already. So, Miranda is one of the best centre-backs in the world, you know. Icardi. you got Perisic that wanted by United. Kandreva. These are good players. I mean, just because we signed them over the course of a year and a half and not in one hit. Yeah, exactly. All right, so Juventus. Let's have a look at Juventus. So, uh, their transfer market to date, they've had... Um, I would say a pretty mediocre transfer period for them because they've gotten some good um, players in um, Federico Benedeschi and Douglas Costa, Um, but they've let go of, or they've sold, moved on Bonucci, Alves as well. So I don't know if they really gained anything as such, but um, I guess the players they brought in, uh, Matteo De Siglio, and how do you say that the ex-Arsenal Roma keeper? Where's Jack Chesney? That's the one. I don't think they've addressed their weakness, and that's um, the centre midfield position. I don't. I think you guys, you've gone from Pogba, Vidal, whatever, Pirlo to Kadira. Well, Pjanic is no good. He's not. Marquisio's no good. Marquisio's no good. He's done. He's done. <laughs> and uh, uh, <laughs> and I think you got to realize Kadir is not going to give you 38 games a year. And if you judge the, his um, Champions League final performance is anything to go by, you think you're going to struggle with that core. And I think um, the best thing you got, I don't know why you guys are so obsessed with, with getting wide players for. Why do you need so many wide players? You got, um, you still got, what's him call it? The Colombian? Quadrado. Him. And you got uh, Manzucic. What's how you say that one? Mario Manzucic. That's the one. That's what you're here for. The pronunciation. Manzucic is not naturally a left player, but anyway. But he, he played that role brilliantly last season. I thought. Yeah, he's good. He played well. But I could, would you say Benedeski is an upgrade on him? No, but he potentially in the future will be an absolute star. They wanted to give him the number ten shirt, and he didn't want it. Um, that's huge. Well, there's probably a lot of pressure with that. Pogba, Del Piero. 
etc etc well um and now, i think now the butler's got it well now you yeah now you're in the market for um a guy from Lazio as well he's another left wing so you just you just got this obsession with wide players but you you got plenty of that's not really where your weakness is your weakness is your center and your core particularly with Benucci going at the back mm. yeah but you got Daniele Rugani come coming he's not up. ready yet he's not ready to why why is he not ready because he's he, you can't go from Benucci to that you can't go from probably argu- arguably the best but center back in the world at some point you got to uh, yeah but you should maybe put it better when, s- put uh, it uh, what what who better do your apprenticeship under than Basali Chiellini, Bonucci. Bon- well, Chiellini, yes. But what I'm saying is you've got to put a better defensive midfielder in front of that defence. Kadir is decent enough. Uh, well, he won't give you 38 games. That's fine. Um, and you guys have actually made a profit so far with £540,000. Uh, so there you go. I would say, I don't know, I'll, I'll give you guys a B, to be honest with you. Because I just don't think, I think you're going to, if teams go through you, it's definitely going to be through the middle. So I don't know. I don't know why you rate Panic so much. Panic is a good player. He's just that cream. He's just the YouTube uh, rule. That's all he is. He's just the cream of the, of the crop. Like he's the cream of exactly. He's, he's the cream of the crop. <laughs> <laughs> the cream of the crop. But this is a cream. He doesn't. He doesn't. He's not like a Vidal. It just gives you that energy and that yeah, drive. But, uh, not everyone can be a boxer box midfielder. Well, that's what you need, I think. And I don't think I can't see your team going anywhere near that Champions League final. Not That's again. That's fair enough. We'll just win City after the 19th time. In well, round. we'll get there. We'll get to the predictions, mate. Just stop jumping the gun. All right. Next up, Napoli. Napoli. Okay, so they've been pretty quiet. Um, I guess the main thing from them is that they haven't actually uh, lost any of their superstars. So, um, Nikola, or Nikola, how you say that one? Maximovic. Maximovic. There you go. Uh, he come in from Torino. Uh, Marco Rog, um, Adam Onus, and Mario Rui. So that's pretty much just tidying up some centre backs and, and a couple left sided players, and out um, nobody of any note to be honest with you. And they've got a net spend of uh, minus thirty nine point six five million pounds, so a bit more than Inter. And you'd argue no no names there at all to be honest with you. So I I, I think that their strength is the fact that they haven't sold any of their superstars. They'll be up and about. They're um, yeah I can't see them being less productive than last year. I don't know, just good depth. I think Mertens and Senior two of the two of the best in mm. the league. So Humsick as well. So I think they'll be ticking. I reckon the problem with Napoli is that Juventus can go to like um, let's say Hellas Verona and just roll them two 0 without blinking an eye. But then Napoli, if they're not on song, they can they they cough up easy points. The rest of the blokes, Marco Rog, Adam Munas, Mario Rui, um, don't know enough about. Uh, Mario Rui is actually on loan from Roma. Um, He's meant to be like a promising left back, Italian left back. All right, let's go to Supermarket FC, uh, Roma. Um, they've had a really busy season as well. So whilst um, Milan have been buying players, Roma have been selling. So Mohamed Salah, gone. Antonio Rudiger, gone. There's uh, Thomas Vermaelen back to Barca, and they've lost their keeper. How do you say it, T? Wojciech, Szczesny. That's it. Szczesny, Salah, Rudiger, Paredes, Vermaelen, all, all decent players. Yeah, signing. Um, they're all they're all first-team players, pretty much. Um, in, they've got Rick Karsdrop from the Dutch League. Um, Bruno Perez from Torino, right back, Brazilian right back. Lorenzo... Was Pal- he not there already at Roma? Uh, I think he, they, the end of the loan, obligation to buy one of those deals. Okay. 
Pellegrini from Sassuolo. Uh, he was in the Euros, under 20s Euros. Promising Italian uh, centre midfielder. Juan Jesus, again, end of the loan situation. Um, Hector Moreno, Max Gonalons, and Kolarov from Man City, left back. I didn't know that. Like, that, uh, that one took me by surprise. I didn't think they'd go for someone that old, but nevertheless. I wouldn't have thought anyone would go for Kolarov, but anyway. Yeah, that's what I mean. That was like, why? Um, and they've got, uh, they've made a profit, 17 million um, pounds. So I guess. They're in the market for to a replacement for Salah and heavily linked to uh, Mares from Leicester. They want Mares bad, but I can't see Mares going. Why would you, eh? To be honest, not from a Mares point of view, but I think from a Leicester point of view to let him go, I just can't see it happening. It, the heat's gone off of him. I think for for Roma's sis four three three, potentially. I mean, he could fit in nicely and just be straight swap for Salah, but. I don't know. They should have kept Momo Salah. You've seen already. He scored on the weekend for Liverpool. Yeah, he's looking sharp. He's a good player. He's up and about. So, I don't know. If I had to give Roma um, a rate, they've got a new coach as well. I forgot the name, the ex-coach of Sassuolo. Um, I don't know. I'd give them a C, to be honest with you. I think they've gone backwards with this squad. Um, it's a younger squad. Um, nowhere near, the, I think, the, the depth that they had last season. So, it should be a maybe interesting times with Roma. So, with Milan, Inter, Juve, Napoli and Roma, so far, who's in the, who's in the lead with the, in terms of transfers? Well, Milan for me is A plus, followed by I think Juve with Douglas Costa. I mean, the, the guy can play, and I think Serie A will just be a little bit of a not so much a step down, but the, probably a bit more slower at pace. I think he'll be able to take advantage of that and just destroy people on the wing. Yeah, um, Juve they love a, one big signing a year, and I think he's that man, and I think that's a really good signing. Well, um, I forgot to mention, though, when we were talking about Juve, they are actually trying to address their centre midfield position. They're linked to Emre Can from Liverpool. And I think they just had their first offer denied or rejected yeah, too low. See, that's not an upgrade to me. Emre Can doesn't do it for me. So. At all. So so I think they identified that that's an issue for them. I just don't think you can lose a player like of Benucci's calibre and have Kadir in front of that defence and expect the same sort of output that he got last season. Yeah, but don't forget... Benatia. Uh, maybe in Serie A, okay, I can see them being consistent and long-term, no dramas. But in the Champions League, I just don't see it. Yeah, what, the ultimate goal is the Champions League? For Juve, it is, yeah. Um, who, who do you think has been the signing of the season overall? If you think Juventus has had, the, has had a good market, but Milan's had the best market, you'd say Bonucci's been the best signing, you think? Bonucci's always a great signing, mm. if you can get a hold of him. Um, I think Valero's a really good signing for Inter. <laughs> <laughs> why, why are you laughing? Is that you yes, That's see? just the, your benchmark. That's not as good as you're ever going to get. Um, <laughs> no, nah, that's yeah. That's, that's a good signing. I don't. I, that's a very under. I think people underrate that signing. But he's he's a very he's an experienced campaigner, calm on the ball. He's a, got a good tackle in. I'm excited to see Milan this year. A plus. A plus to Milan. Beautiful. Yeah. I think um t- in terms of who's had the probably the most disappointing market, I'd have to say Roma. They sold a lot. I think if Chelsea, shit, Abramovich wasn't going through another divorce and he opened up the coffers, I think uh, Conte would have raided for Struppmann and um, what's his name? Nangalan. That's the one. So I think they can count their blessings there that they, um, I think they signed Nangalan to a new contract just recently. I'm surprised Bonucci didn't go to Chelsea, to be honest. Yeah, but would you though? If you're living in London. No, but for you, I understand that. But if you've got a young family... 
Your kid's sick. You don't want to really leave Italy. Torino's not. Then why leave? He doesn't like Allegri. Yeah, neither do I. So that's what I'm saying. I reckon it's a big issue that you can't make Allegri and Bonucci just work together for the sake, like be a professional relationship. You don't have to be best mates. But Juve are like that. They don't hold anyone against their will. If you don't want to play for Juve, they've always had the attitude you go then. So that's how they operate. So you can't really... F- that's the way the cookie crumbles, fellas. Alrighty. So I think uh, it's probably... I mean, with a lot of... T- it's the thing with Italian football as well. They do the signings late. So particularly Inter. Inter always do signings late. Um, I remember 2010, we got Schneider last day of the, last day of the uh, transfer. So and I think... Who was the manager then? Mourinho. That's probably why he got Schneider. Yep. And we won it all, mate. We, we achieved something. You haven't... Yeah, that's fine. But... <laughs> <Don't expect it>. <laughs> <laughs> so I think with Spalletti, uh, sorry. So I think with the Italian teams, they do their, their business late. So I think in the next couple of weeks, the panic buyers you get as well. So when say if Inter, for instance, has a <laughs> loses to Fiorentina and not open there, you watch the panic buyers we buy. Some South American no <laughs> one's ever heard <laughs> exactly. of. Exactly. Yep. It'd be like Gabigol all over again. All right. So maybe we'll leave. Um, well, who do you think has been a dud signing? Is that too early to call? Way too early to Way call. Way too early to call. Barini, obviously. I think Bar- that's what I was. Gonna, I was kind of when I was thinking about that question, I was leading towards that Barini. Why would you even waste your time? All right, so that's because of transfer activity to date. So maybe let's move on to season predictions and um, what we think is going to transpire this this season, two thousand seventeen. So T-shirt, what do you reckon? Uh, who's going to finish? Let's maybe let's not go through the whole thing. Let's just maybe do the Champions League spots. Uh, maybe Europa League spot. Then who we think we're going to get? Re- who's going to get relegated? So who's your prediction for first or fourth? Juve's going to win it. Confident. Just speak, it, speak in the microphone. Juve's going to win it. Confident. Um, they've been the best for a long time, so I'm pretty sure that they just continue the, the train and just keep steamrolling everyone. Um, I like Milan, obviously. A bit about them this year. Something going on there. Second place. Um, I like Lazio. So, I can't, can't stop you there. So you reckon Milan are going to finish second? Like above Napoli? Yeah. You just said Napoli wouldn't have... I don't know, they finished third last season. Do you really think... Okay, so if Napoli played... I'm just having a deep stab at it. <laughs> Milan done well. They've pumped. Why are you so hard on... Million, uh, you got such a hard on for Milan. Something. you got a hard on for Milan. I don't understand because why. Because they're bringing them back the spice in Serie A. It's been such a <laughs> dormant league for a long time. And now, bang. I thought I, I said at the start of the podcast that we're Serie A lovers, mate. So you, you sound pretty uh, sour, pretty salty on the old Serie A. Oh, it's just been a training drill for one club for the last five, six years. It's just <laughs> time something uh, something happens, and it's good to see it is. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. So Don't get me wrong. I want to see <laughs> Milan fail too, but <laughs> the Serie A needs this. So okay. So that's your top two and third and fourth. Who's rounding up your Champions League spots? Napoli and Lazio. Napoli and Lazio. So T-shirt's got. Let's write this down to make a record of this. He's got Juve, Milan, Napoli, and Roma. Did you say Lazio? Lazio, sorry. Yeah, I'll buy that. I'll buy that for a dollar. All right, and who gets the Europa League spot? Um, uh, Inter and Roma. Inter Roma. All right. I don't know, what else can you say? Atalanta, Fiorentina. Uh, I think definitely, I think Fiorentina is a team that's going to go backwards with the amount of sales. If Roma's um, supermarket FC, you know, Fiorentina's Audi pretty much lost its entire midfield. But it <laughs> <laughs> so you think about it, it's lost three key players. 
They have made a good signing in Benassi from um, Torino. Some of the some of the players they lost is pretty old stock, though. They're giving it away. Just having a dig, mate. I'm trying to be objective and civil, and you're just constantly just, all right, okay, we'll play. This is how this tr- podcast is going to pay out? Okay. All right, and uh, who's your f- who who thinks going to get the dr- the drop? Benevento, bottom for sure. Rock bottom. I don't think they're going to win a game, to be honest with you. But credit to them, double jump. But I can't see them doing much damage. I mean, yeah, it's hard. Very hard. Not a lot of money. Not a lot. No. Of, I mean, even the stadiums like under twenty thousand. I mean, a lot of them are. But yeah, I don't know. Just not a lot going on for a top flight club. So it's pretty hard. Um. Who else? Who else? Who else? Spell, maybe. Spell will go down. Yeah. And Crotone, I think, won't avoid the job drop again. Yeah, so that's. I think I, I probably would agree with you all three of those. A couple proud Southerners will be upset at me, but. Um. Know. No, I think they're pretty realistic. To be honest with you, um, I think in the circles that we travel in, most are pretty conflicted about having two <laughs> teams but from the same region. <laughs> so, um. I would, in terms of my tips for the season, I'm going to go Napoli. I think Napoli... To win it. To win it. I think Juve... What, is Maradona back from fucking dead or... Uh, he's not dead to begin with, but um, <laughs> I think Napoli, their attack is the best in the league. Um, and I think their that... attack? Yeah. So you you write their centre forward striking options higher than like Juve's? Well, we we talk about the wide players as well, and their attacking players. Yes, I do. Do you rate them? Their attack better than Juventus. It's attack. better than that fat chops you got up front. Higuain. I'm glad they got rid of him because he's a waste of space. If they had Higuain last year, they would have done a lot better. Um, I think uh, who's the who's the Polish guy they got? He had, they had the knee. I forgot off the top of my head his name. I wouldn't know how to say it. Um, he had the injury. I think yeah. Anyway, well, okay, maybe the their attacking football was the best yeah. in the league. Milik, yeah. So they're attacking football is the best in the league. I think. Did you watch um, any of the Audi Cup, the preseason cup? It was um, Napoli, um, Munich, Liverpool. And I watched every minute. <laughs> <laughs> okay, smart ass. But this is what I'm basing it on. Did you, if you saw how they out, um, pretty much outplayed it, the, their performance against uh, Atletico Madrid pretty much sums up their club. So they dominate Atletico Madrid and can see two late goals to lose 2 1, right? But the way they played against Atletico Madrid, their attacking football was phenomenal. Yeah, but you see that in them. Like Real Madrid last year in the Champions League, they look good, they can attack, and everyone's like talking about them. But then, I don't know. Well, I think they can't get a job done. Well, they, that's because they uh, they lose focus on the sh- on the stupid games they win. So last season they uh, they're open against Pescara. I think they drew one all. So it's stuff like that that they got to focus on. And I think Sarri is going to have a bit more um, be a bit more practical in the way he sets his team up against some oppositions to get the result rather than try and play the performance. Insignia, Mertens, very good. Yeah, freak. Um, but yeah, I don't know if they'll win it. So I, I'm, I'm putting this down in Stone. Um, Napoli, I think they're going to they're gonna upset. I get, I get, I take your point, uh, and I do think they're flaky, particularly, was it two seasons ago when Juve, Juve gave them pretty much a 20-point lead and they still managed to win it? Um, Inter had a lead as well. Yeah, but they were into. So, um, I I just think that I think this is a season. The fact that they haven't lost anyone, they've made some smart or shrewd um, ad purchases to strengthen their squad. I like it. All right, and I think Juve will follow. Will um, come second. I think Juve's problem is their core, their their centre midfield position. That he gets cut up too easily. If you saw the uh, Super Copa against Lazio, 
they conceded the pretty much the same goals they conceded against Real Madrid. Just, just, just got shredded in that midfield. No good. No one's a cannibal in that midfield, really. Third spot, I'm gonna rip out. I'll go Milan for third. Fourth, I reckon. Inter. Hey. Inter. I think Inter our season will go one or two ways. It will Spalletti will be will make has character and doesn't down tools when it gets too hard, which will then obviously hopefully see the results on the pitch, or it will turn into what we always see and. When things go too hard, players down tools and I'm a new coach. So, one or two ways. And the fans will turn. Yeah. So, um, I think, you know what, I I, I I think Lazio are actually a better team. They're playing some pretty good football. But I think, all right, you know what, I'll say Inter just because I love Inter. So, we'll go Inter for fourth. I, I've been burnt for the past seven years. So I'm just reluctant to make any predictions of that club anymore. For the, um, I think for the... Europa League spots will go perhaps we'll go Lazio fifth and Roma sixth and I think pretty much the same teams will get relegated Benevento, Spal and Crotone I think uh, you could probably even see maybe Genoa maybe getting close to that drop zone I think who's that Genoa they haven't they haven't there's their team last year almost got the drop they were not that flash anyway mm. what's that what are you looking at mate Martial into Keane again for who sorry Martial you need a signing like that. <sighs> Fiorentina. Who? Who's, who's Fiorentina want? They're not, not prepared to sell Chiesa. He's going to be a freak, that guy. But I think he's Fiorentina, three and three. So, All right, so there's our predictions. All right, let's go maybe some... some we've gone to the teams. Let's talk about maybe uh, some individual awards. Who do you think is going to be the top goal scorer this season? Higuain. Higuain, you reckon? Fat chops. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I the Burger Man. Last year it was um, the Roma guy. What's the heck? I can't pronounce his name. Yep. Uh, so I think this season it will be Icardi. I think Icardi is going to get better service from the system that we're playing. What about Immobile? I think the problem with Immobile, they can't break, like, he's very dependent on his, on the balls he can get. Um, I just don't think that he can score as many goals as Icardi can against better opposition, if that makes sense. That what you're saying, he can't do it against good teams. Well, I don't think, the <laughs> I don't think Lazio. Last well, I think they uh, they he needs service, which I would say there are better teams that give their strikers better service than what Lazio will give. So I reckon probably if you look at it on, on, on the different teams, I think I don't know how this Andre Silva. He's meant to be a freak, but I don't know how well he he. I haven't seen much of him in preseason. And I think Nkardi's just he's a seasoned performer. So it might might even be someone from Napoli, but but I, my tips are Cardi. Alrighty, all right. Uh, so that's our predictions. Perhaps we'll then jump to the Super Copper result that was played last night. Um, Lazio with a three-two victory over Juventus. Um, Allegri said it was a very dull, uh, meek Juventus performance. A lot of errors at the back. A lot of uh, misplaced passes and. Pretty much nobody challenging for headers. Did you see any of the goals or highlights? I haven't, no. Nah. All right. Well, basically, <laughs> it was Lazio all one way. Um, and they got two, two capitalising two goals. Um, one was a penalty and another was a mobile header. And uh, Dybala scored a freak, free kick. Absolute freak, free kick to make it 2-1. And then got, of course, standard Juve penalty in the 90th minute. That wasn't there, non-existent. And he put that one away to make it 2-2. And then 
uh, stepped up Lukaku. Not that Lukaku. Another Lukaku for Lazio. He cut down the wing. I think it was the 93rd minute. He blitzed whoever was right back. Ended that guy's career. I can't remember who was right back. Uh, nah, he was. I reckon it could have been. Oh, I'm just guessing. So anyway, head black hair. He cut him. He it was like a FIFA goal. Cut back to the D, and then I can't remember his name. I think it was an African player ran in and just slotted it. Um, yeah, and it was that three two, and that was that. Um, it was a really strong performance by Lazio. They wanted it more. That's for sure. Left back, Bazzali right back. Uh, was it Bazzali? Yeah, well, Sandro played really well. He 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 created a lot. I think he's I think he's your best asset, particularly on that left flank. How did Lucas Leiva go? Lucas Leiva, oh the Lazio midfielder. Yeah, yeah. I saw a meme that um, he's something like seven seasons at Liverpool, won one trophy, ninety minutes at Lazio, he's already won one trophy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it says more about Liverpool. It does. Um, I think the, the only things you can really take away, because let's be honest, it is just a super copper, right? He, it's not that big a deal, but... Um, Jordan Lukaku. Yeah, Jordan Lukaku. I wonder if he's related, do you reckon? Maybe. Maybe. Um, things you can take away from that result are pretty much, I think Juventus are still asleep. Um, they've had a pretty... Uh, yeah, you guys had a pretty mediocre preseason. You've lost to like Tottenham. Um, that Roma performance wasn't that great. The only thing that's going to kill you is if they become stale with uh, Allegri and mm. everyone sort of it was gets sta- complacent and just gets over it. That'll be the biggest downfall. That w- that's what it was last night. It'll be like when Mourinho left Chelsea after winning the title. No one thought it could happen. But yeah, yeah. Well, that's what that, that, that that's exactly what that performance was. This nobody they could tell you they couldn't even be bothered getting to like this stuck in neutral man. They couldn't even be getting to first gear. So it is a bit of a worry, but uh yeah, but Juve, they're they're a too well run club to let that happen. So they if, if they see the slide, they'll they'll address it if that makes sense. But um, Lazio just looked a lot sharper and a lot hungrier for it. Um, Lazio were keen. Hard. All you hear, all you've been reading is oh, we wanted revenge, this and that. I love it though. And Immobile, I was crying after the whistle. <laughs> you know why? Because you you don't understand as a Juve fan that everybody hates you. No, I get it. <laughs> so I do get it. <laughs> so that you know how how happy this makes. Just to see you not win a trophy is it makes the whole league happy. And the oh. fact that you got a, another dodge barrage bloody penalty in the 90th minute that wasn't even not like a non-existent penalty. I don't even, I don't know even why that ref made that call. You get the penalty in the 90th minute. You go here we go. Fucking Juve's going to jag it. Not not even play that well and jag it. And then Lazio would go nah and deny you that victory again. It's beautiful music to my ears. Music to your ears. Yeah, mate. It doesn't matter how you lose, as long as you lose. So I think, uh, yeah, overall, there's not nothing you can really take away from that other than um, the Juventus still seem like they're in the days. So I think they're still a bit, uh, what's the word? Punch, what's it, punch drunk? You know when you get you get knocked out and you're still dizzy? Yeah, basically she's still dizzy from uh, the Champions League loss, I think. Kalini said before the match, you want to you want to shake that off. You want to you want to get rid of the skeletons from that game, but they're still with you. I think that's for sure. They better get over it. <laughs> they, they better. All right, so let's maybe. Um, so we've gone on for about forty odd minutes or so. So like I said, we try to keep these short, short and sharp because if we're not, you know, we don't want to be ramping on for too long, listeners. So um, all right, so let's maybe jump to the round one um, predictions for uh, this week. So. First couple of games on the 19th of August, we've got Juventus at home. Juventus will beat Cagliari 1-0. 
I reckon. T's gone one nil. All right. Maybe we'll keep a record of this. T's gone one nil. All right. Oh, not this. Maybe not score. He cares about the score. All right. I would agree. I think Juventus are too strong to lose that game. So it's just going to be a typical opening day fixture. Get the result. Pack it up. Yeah. Home. Yeah. Uh, I think that's on. Um, yeah, it's a Saturday night. So nineteenth. That's that's Sunday morning our time. So. Um, and we've got following on the second night game, uh, Verona versus Napoli. Napoli will win. Yeah, I think that's a Napoli win too. Okay, so on Sunday, uh, Monday, Monday our time. So we've got Atalanta versus Roma. You got an Atalanta. Yeah, I, guess, I don't know. I feel like they finished the season well last year. They got a bit about them. They got a bit of pep. Uh, I think they've lost two of their key midfielders. Um, so Kessie's gone to Milan. Gagliardini has gone to Inter. I think that's going to help. Conti's also gone to Milan. I would say, but I think Roma are still very much a trans- team in transition. I'm going to put a draw, I reckon. A draw for that one. No, I don't tip draws. Don't tip draws. All right. Yes, you can. All right. So we got next up is Bologna versus Torino. Uh, Bologna's home. Torino. I'm going to go with a draw. A draw with that one. I, Torino have lost their captain. Benassi to Fiorentina. Um, they've lost two defenders, one to Napoli, one to Roma. Um, they have signed defenders, but I can't for the life of me remember their names, and I couldn't even pronounce them, so don't worry about that. But what do you tell me after I tip all these? <laughs> <laughs> so I think Balletti's future as well. That's going to be playing on him. So I think a draw. I think Bologna are pretty. They're a pretty rock solid team. So next up after that is Crotone and Milan. Milan four 0 Yeah, Milan. That's no dramas. And after that, Inter Fiorentina. Cool. Uh, no. It's pretty much Fiorentina versus Fiorentina. Yeah, you'd say Inter. I'm going to go draw. I think, um, I don't know. I just, I think Fiorentina, we have, I, th- I looked at it, we've only won, I think, one of the last seven fixtures. And we've drawn maybe one of those as well. So, Fiorentina. What about all your preseason form? Um, yeah, I think. All right, what I can see happening is that we'll be 2-0 two, two up at half time and just concede two stupid goals. So that's the story of our life the past seven seasons. So I think I think we've still got a bit of rust. I think we've definitely got to so, um, sorry, sell some of our garbage before we see improvement. So, uh, yeah, 2-0. Uh, sorry, the draw. Okay, next, Lazio. <laughs> Lazio for Spau. Is that how you say that, Spau? Spal. Spal. Uh, he going for Lazio for sure. Yeah, Lazio. Uh, Sampdoria versus Benevento. Sampdoria. Sampdoria. Uh, yep. And Sassuolo versus Genoa. New coach, Sassuolo. Sassuolo will win. Los Pellegrini. Is Berardi still there? He's still there. Yeah, they win. Yep. I think at home as well. And last game of the round, Udine versus Kievo. Udine will win. Uh, they're not as good as you think. Are um, Kievo... Uh, Pretty Udinese will win because of stadium quality. Have you been there, have you? No. <laughs> well, there you, how do you know? TV. Um, I think um, I think I'm going to go for a draw for that one as well. The t-shirt doesn't pick draws. So I've gone for four draws. Jesus. Um, and lastly, we'll maybe we'll end up on some news. Um, I'm not sure if you know this. Probably don't. Um, so Atalanta last week purchased their, or made a bid to purchase their stadium and, and that looks like it's going to go ahead. So they're going to become one of three clubs in Italy to actually own their stadium. And who are the others? And Udine. So I think that's a move in the right step because Antalanta also then submitted a plan for redevelopment, 
which includes a new car park and corporate facilities and upgraded seats and whatnot. Just copy England. And I think that's the key. So um, there's a bit of news there. So I think there's a bit of traction there. Um, and following on from that, the league itself has has spent the preseason in New York trying to um, present a media package about how they're upping their online presence, getting more cameras for games, um, trying to package themselves a bit of a more modern brand um, to try and bridge the gap between the elite platforms that you see in Spain, Germany and uh, England. Um, funnily enough, Inter's owners, Sunning, uh, put in a bid for $240 million to buy the rights to Serie A. So you might see more... Um, in where, though? International. So you might see um, more games shifted to midday Saturday. So that's around 8 p.m. China time at night, Saturday night, to get more viewership. So they're definitely keen to package Serie A to, to the Chinese. So the Chinese then go to Sunning stores and buy Italian merch or Inter merch. So you can definitely see that. I think, how would you feel about that? The having all the fixtures change. So currently in Italy, how it works is you've got two Saturday night games and the rest are played on Sunday yeah, with one Sunday night game. And what are they going to do? Make him win? Uh, I think they'll go more to an EPL style where you get maybe four or five on Saturday and three perhaps uh, then they're staggered. So you get maybe one midday game or two midday games, one late afternoon and one night game. And basically less games on Sunday. Saturday's good. I think so. I think I think you got to... I think you just got to... <laughs> yeah, that's some insight, isn't it? Saturdays are good. Saturdays are good. Uh, <laughs> I think it's... I think it's... A, I mean, it's a move in the right step. Saturdays are good here for me, but I don't know about in Italy and people over there. Well... Saturday's lunchtime, I can imagine, would be a grind. Everyone would be asleep or something. Potentially, but I mean, at the same time, they might make a day of it, bring the kids to the football, you know? Yeah, well, that's here. They do that here. At yeah. At Let Over. I don't know if they'll do that. You never know. It might it might wake them up. It might You might see that transition, particularly in the northern states. I can see I that think happening. you want your kids to see what goes on in the stadiums there. Maybe. Oh, well, you say that. But a bit of all the news I've got about this, the league itself. I mean, it's an exciting league. Oh, I can't wait for it to start this Saturday. I think it's going to be I think it's going to be tighter than we, than it has been for the past last couple of seasons. Um, Tom, I reckon we've been going for about 50 minutes. You want to got any final thoughts on round one or I think the it's, league? Um, I think it's time to pack it up. All right. Thanks for listening, listeners. Uh, we've got a Twitter account, Sadia underscore weekly. Um, if you give us a follow, uh, we'll be on SoundCloud and the RSS feed will be up on Twitter. So you can just put it to your podcast device or podcast uh, app of choice. Don't forget to donate to my <laughs> PayPal. <laughs> And, um, yeah, we'll try and get these out weekly and talk about predictions and results when we can. All right, thanks for listening.